0: My is Ishma, I'm 10 years old and I live in Glasgow. And I'm going to tell you about my life for Fun Kids. I live at home with my mum and my sister. And my dad lives in Portugal at the moment. I live in a part of Glasgow. I've got a nice house semi-attached that's so got a house connected to it. And it's just a really small, quiet place in general. A really pleasant place to be. It's just quite a homely town. There's quite a few other kids in the neighborhood, so I can commonly go out, maybe we can short some t-shirt on and play outside, come back in, have some rest, go out again, do whatever. It's really nice to have other kids in the neighborhood because otherwise you're quite alone. And one of my friends is in the house that's connected to mine, and the other one lives a house away from me. I've got quite a few and they're all close to my age. One of them's the same and then the other's one year younger. So, it's not that there's a huge age gap either, it's just you've got some time to go and play with your friends. At the moment, I don't have my own room. I share with my sister. I either walk to school or I drive to McDonald's and then park there and go. My favourite subject has to be maths because I'm quite good at it, I excel in it. And partially, my report is always, each one's good at maths and science because, like I've mentioned before, it's really fascinating. I like to collect rocks because they have meanings to them. And Now, I don't know if those meanings are true or not, but it's nice that when you go to sleep, you know, there's a little box beside me and it's filled with things that I know I can keep forever. It's a nice little thought. Listen to me showing you how to look for rocks in your garden. Hey y'all, today I'm going to be doing rock hunting. Yes, I know, rock hunting. Not quite pleasing to hear, but trust me, it's not the muddy sport y'all think it is. It's worse. (laughs) I'll be straight with it, but it's so much fun. The only reason this isn't quite as aesthetic as it is every morning is because there are seagulls above my head. Please go away, seagulls. I'm just trying to live my life peacefully. Anyways, whenever you're rock hunting, you need to have your eyes out like eagles. And I have just indeed... Found something. I spotted it. I found something. I love it. It's beautiful. It's so so pretty. Okay. I just kind of walked into a fly there. We're just going to ignore that. It's really really nice. I and mean, it's actually not bad in size, which is why I can see it. Let's just Ow. That wasn't really nice stick. Ah, it's lovely. Finally got it out. It's beautiful. It's actually tinier than I expected. It's pinkish with a black top that kind of looks like ash or cement, if you know what I mean. It's lovely. A good place to look for rocks is, honestly, anywhere. As long as there's soil and you can see something shiny, then, yeah, you could have potentially found a crystal. Quartz is quite normal in formations of different types of rocks. I usually go looking for rocks and crystals, either in my back garden or if it's a sunny day at the beach. I'm Ishma and I'm telling you about my life for fun, kids. As I mentioned, I also like science. Science is a logical explanation for some things that happen and I guess I just like the clarity of it all, that this happened, so that's the cause of it all. And it's just nice to know that this is what happened, so that's that. Here I am, doing a science experiment at home. So we're going to open it up, get the leaflet. Okay, I love science so much. It's so cool. I cannot believe that in a matter of seconds, I'm going to be having a chemical coral reef garden. That's right, that's what I'm making. Now I'm just stirring. <gasps> oh my God, it's coming, it's coming it's like arising it's this weird green gloopy looking thing and it is so cool it's an actual chemical garden i'm gonna keep this it says dispose it later but i'm not nope can't i'm sorry it is so beautiful it's like arising it's so oh my god i love it and it was so fast too totally recommend doing science science is another world in itself chemistry science maybe not biology i don't i've never done biology i'm not in high school but I have done chemistry and I have done science, and I can tell you, indeed, that they are a world of their own. They are this topic of themselves. I could talk about science and chemistry for hours and hours and hours hours and hours and hours and hours. It's so colourful and helpful. Science is what's going to bring the cure to cancer and so much more. And it is so mesmerising. As I mentioned, I also really like maths. I'm in an abacus club. An abacus is... An Egyptian tool with beads on it, and you use the beads to calculate and form sums. In the club, we practice using the abacus tools by a like, there's sums on a piece of paper, and you have to use your abacus and solve those sums. I got my sister to test me on the abacus. Have a listen to what amazing sums it can help me do. Hi guys! Today, I'm gonna be doing some magic! Okay, hold with me. It's not pulling a rub out of a hat. It has nothing to do with paper and it is not the disappearing trick. It is mass. Okay, yes, I know. Um, I'm gonna sound crazy. But here I have with me an Egyptian tool which was used to calculate pyramids. It's called an abacus. It's a black tool with red beads connected by a black iron string. And now I have my LA sister to come here and help me with some questions. Will Hi,
1: you? girl. Yeah, okay. So I want to understand a little bit more about this tool of yours. So I'm going to ask you a few questions. And I want you to answer them using, you know, whatever method.
0: The app, yes. Yeah.
1: Okay, you ready? Yeah. Right, okay. Three, two, one. Five. Add six. Add nine. Minus eight. Add 45. Minus six.
2: 68
1: add 32 the answer is 21 yep bang on that's exactly what my calculator says how did you
0: do that uh, the abacus see it's really simple there, it goes up to well quite far billions probably and each the top beads are 5 and the bottom beads are the bottom 9s mm-hmm. like the 4 so there's 4 beads on the bottom and one, 1 which represents 5 at the top Whoa, whoa, okay,
1: does this work for, like, multiplication as well? Because...
0: Yeah, sure, let's give it a go, it does. Okay, 89 times
1: 72, would you be able to do that?
0: I got 6,408.
1: Oh, let me try. let me check. Yes, how on earth? Wow, that is so cool. Honestly, I could never. Wow, but honestly, go, girl, because I could not. That's so cool.
0: Thank you. I've been telling you a bit about my family. My mom and dad come from India, and they moved here in around, actually 18 years ago, so in 2004. They then had my sister and my older sister in 2008, um, and then me in 2012, so there's a four years gap. They moved here because my mom said that she wanted us to speak English and everything like that. My mum already knew English from previous experiences in England. She wanted us to speak it too. Obviously, if we lived in India, we'd only learn tiny morsels of it all. She wanted us to be fluent in English and in Hindi. And guess what? My mum used to be a champion show jumper. Have a listen to this.
3: Hi, mom. Ooh, what are you doing here? I am making your favourite thing, what you love. I am making kebabs. <gasps> yes! But yes. I have something a bit more special to ask you about. Oh, please, please. Ask anything, I whatever to... you want to ask. I want to ask you about your horse riding. Oh, don't take me to the memory lane. Okay, tell me what are your questions for my riding. What inspired you to be a horse rider? What inspired you to be in the as a horse rider? Uh, actually, when I was on the horse, I felt quite, you know, free. liberated and I thought oh my god that's the best experience somebody can have and when I used to ride I used to just feel so much fast because my horse used to ride very very fast. What was your horse's name and why? My horse's name? Oh that's a very good question. Uh, My horse's name was Pooja and Pooja you know it's quite a cultural name it means prayer. So, just you can imagine that my horse's name was Puja, and riding was like a prayer to me. Uh-huh. I vaguely remember you telling me a story about how you'd broken a bone and had to walk to hospital. Oh, yes, I have been. I remember once that I was, you know, training a new horse in the ground. The horse, he was just having his own mind. He was not ready to take the orders from anybody. So, I was so, trying to take him towards the uh, jumping side and then he knocked me off, I broke my uh, leg bone and then I had to go to hospital. I was in the bed for 21 days because I had a very hard plaster but but you know what, it, it's still an experience because till you don't break, your se- break yourself, you don't learn something very, very new, isn't it? The only flex I have is that I've never broken a bone. <laughs> Mum, mum,
0: mum, the onions are making me cry. I've got to go, bye. It was great talking to you. I'm Ishma and I've told you about my mum and sister. My dad lives in Portugal at the moment. He's a general manager of a hotel. I'm actually not so sad that he lives abroad because we get holidays. We get free rooms, free food, great staff, and absolute lovely life in Portugal. Oh, we have to pay for his clothes and plane tickets. (laughs) I don't get to see him very often. Actually, I don't speak too much on phone either, because he's really swamped with clients, customers, staff, and all that. So he only really gets a chance to call when we're heading to sleep or when we are asleep. Here I am talking to him the other day. Hi, Dad. Hello. How are you?
2: I'm good. How are you? Absolutely really fine, brilliant. I'm sorry I was trying to, you know. Go, go you yesterday but uh, i had to go somewhere i couldn't call you so now i'm calling you uh, how you
0: been great the weather in glasgow is awesome wow
2: so what's up what's happening
0: tell me so i've just came back from a dance class in a while maybe an hour or so i'm going to have to go to a swimming class and i'm really excited because i want to work on my butterfly oh
2: very good mom told me you know you're doing absolutely brilliant in uh, swimming and you learn some more uh, sort of technical aspects of breaststroke yes very good very good and okay. what about your uh, you had a parents meet yesterday you know with mom and then- oh the award ceremony you mean yes
0: i got the marion kelly the excellence in writing award eee! And, and my friends got really good awards too me in total won four awards Won the marion kelly pupil council award best pupil council attendance and then i got the effective contributor
2: wow Bob, wow, i'm so proud of you thank you so you're doing so well you're doing so well no mom told me how much uh, the teacher was praising about you and uh, how you have improved over the period of time and you've done well and i know your handwriting is great obviously dad's handwriting is great <laughs>
0: <laughs> how are things in portugal Portugal
2: is so- Oh you hot. Know, it's very hot yes. I don't know when I come back to Glasgow how it's going to be for me. It is sunny, it is uh, beautiful, it's very, very busy. you know uh, remember when you came last time in uh...
0: and it was roasting right?
2: Yes, now imagine we are in uh, end of June. Uh, it's very hot but it is really nice. In fact I'm going to book a ticket for you now where you. you know...
0: Of course you can come to Portugal.
2: Sure, Shona is obviously going for an... Uh, Annual camp, yeah. Back when she comes back, we'll book a ticket and we'll have another beautiful holiday.
0: holiday. Dad, <laughs> Dad, I've just realized the time and we need to head for swimming because I have to get changed and everything. So I'll see you later then. Bye. I'll call you later. We need to talk. We do. Yeah. Love you. Love you too. You're listening to Ishma. I'm 10 years old. Telling you about my life for fun, kids. My family and I also like to go for walks. We usually go down to Brooklyn Glen. It's a really lovely naturistic park with a waterfall and duck pond as well. Sometimes we go down there and feed the ducks. Recently, we went to a walk by the waterfall. I am at a waterfall in the loveliest part where I live. This place is the most naturistic area you could ever be in. Can you hear the sounds of the waterfall? Now, as we're moving away, you can see so many flowers. Just close your eyes and visualize it all. This is the part that catches me the most. This is those padlock walls they have. And it says so many, it has so many names. Lauren Chantel, Olivia, okay. I mean, looking at these, it makes me think how many promises are made. Broken, lost. So it's it's nice to stand in front of here and just have a little bit of recollec- recollection time. Remember that whoever you have with you, you may not get along with now, but you're going to want them in the end. But moving on from the sadness, we're going to pop down to the duck run. During the walk, I saw padlocks on the bridge. Usually people put these padlocks to remember a promise, Or death of a person so whenever going by those padlocks I like to close my eyes and thank myself or thank God or whoever you believe in or just fate in general that I've gotten great I've got a great life my mum's earning well my dad's earning well everyone's everything's going smooth I follow Hinduism it teaches me a lot it tells me that it's important for people in life Hinduism accepts everyone From the LGBTQ to atheists, it doesn't matter for us. As long as you're a good person inside, then no matter what, we will accept you in the Hindu community. For us, all that matters is if you're a good person on the inside. My granddad was a army marine. Yeah, and then he went into the Navy. He was stuck on a ship and he didn't eat egg. Obviously, in India, in some parts, you don't eat egg because most Indians are vegetarian, like my mum. So my granddad, he only took the loaves you get in the shop in the supermarket. He took one of those and he he rationed that out for fifteen days. He was also a very timely person. He would have a specific breakfast at a specific time, he'd have a nap at a specific time and everything would be so planned and coordinated. I guess that's just how the army is. My dad's mom, so my grandma, she lives in India, Kashmir to be specific. We can only ever see her when my dad's family calls. And since she's getting older she and she doesn't know Hindi, she only knows um, Kashmiri. So it's quite hard to talk to her, but it's nice to see her and know that she's, she's there. I'm Ishma and I've been telling you about my life with Fun Kids. Thanks for listening today. I hope you enjoyed hearing about my life. If you enjoyed listening to this program, you can hear other kids talking about their life. Go to funkidslive.com and listen to the podcast called My Life.